This episode is brought to you by Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Park Coalition Radio, Overcast.fm, Google Play, and, of course, my Blog Talk Radio community, and those who will be joining me in the chat room. I hope you are having a great start to your week. And our sponsor, Audible, has over 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And a little bit later, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Well, today, Awareness Month with Novella Lyon, who founded Women of Faith and Hope. And shortly you're going to hear her story, and you're going to also hear about um, the organization and all the wonderful work they do. And, of course, in the next half hour, I will be sharing just a few tips in Taylor's Tip Time and, of course, my product suggestion, app suggestion, as well as my repurposed suggestion for the week. Um, a few months ago, I spoke with a guest who actually will be returning, Dr. Angela, and I did not know that she was a breast cancer survivor, and I knew so many people who were survivors that I decided I wanted to dedicate um, the month of October, and at least the four um by Mondays in October, to Breast Cancer Awareness, which is why I asked Novella Alliance to be my first guest and to kick it off. And what I found out is that National Breast Cancer Awareness, because this was um, something I learned, month started in October 1985 to promote mammograms as a most effective weapon in the fight against breast cancer. So tonight I am going to be sharing my interview with Novella Lyons, who actually, um, because of some another event she had planned in regard to Breast Cancer Awareness Month, was unable to attend 
and be live this evening, but she did take out time out of her schedule a couple of weeks ago just to kind of talk with me and share how she started the organization and how she is impacting lives of others because I really wanted this month to be how women have overcome, become survivors, and have gone on to impact the world and, you know, basically organize their lives to the point where they can continue doing the work that they were called to do. So tonight we are going to kick off with Novella Lyons. Well, listeners, this month, October, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and tonight I have with me Novella Lyons, and she is the founder of Women of Faith and Hope. Women of Faith and Hope operates to encourage, enlighten, and empower women in issues related to breast cancer and efforts to reduce the mortality rate through early detection, to offer spiritual and emotional support to women, and their significant others. Women of Faith and Hope has touched over 38,000 women since its inception and whom they have encouraged to continue the fight against breast cancer awareness. So welcome, Novella. Thank you so much, Janet. I appreciate being with you tonight on the show. Well, thank you so much, Novella. And um, just a little brief history, Novella has asked me on several occasions to come out and just share some organizing tips with the women, and I just thought this would be a great way um, to have her come on and share about her organization as we kick off Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So, Novella, before we start like on um, about the organization, what is your personal story as it relates to breast cancer awareness? Well, my personal story is in 1974, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. She had surgery and she had treatment. And in 1975, she died as a result, direct result of breast cancer. Uh, from that time forward, I had a mammogram. In 1993, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I'd like to state that early detection helped save my life because having those mammograms every year and to compare with the previous year that my cancer was caught at an early stage. And um, after the diagnosis, of course, my first thought, my mother dying, my first thought was that I'm dying, I'm dead. But the second thought, as a Christian, I poured my heart out to God, told him I couldn't handle this, it was too big for me, and I gave it to him. And I went through my surgery and my treatment with the help of the Lord in prayer and um, came out, well, a friend asked, a friend asked if I would speak to a friend of hers in the that had been diagnosed, and I did that, and that was the beginning of what I didn't know was the beginning of women of faith and hope, basically, because that's how it started. That one, one because that one woman led from one thing to another. And and I was listening to what you said, and you know, early detection is. Is key because I remember, I think it may have been a couple of years ago, where a reporter, she was doing the story about breast cancer awareness, and, of course, she went for her mammogram, and to her surprise and shock, she found that she had breast cancer. So um, early detection is the key. Yes, and so, so now, you know, now you were getting ready to share with us how Women of Faith and Hope, which is an awesome and wonderful organization, um, got started. 
uh, again, that one speaking to that one woman and uh, knowing that I had to uh, arm myself with information uh, upon my diagnosis and my surgery that we didn't we didn't get that information when my mother was diagnosed. We were emotionally struck with that. We didn't seek information, but I did at this time. Uh, I also feel that what I'm doing is God-inspired. I feel that this is what I was created for. That's such a feel and a fit for me, what I'm doing now. However, as I talk to women, I I get uh, great empowerment out of talking to women, helping women, referring women. Um, So that's how this started, the Women of Faith and Hope. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed because I was actually um, looking at one of your photos. You also um, provide support to men. So, so what support do you provide to women? And now, you know, from the photographs I've seen, as men. Okay. Now, our our um, byline is to educate and support women diagnosed with and at risk. So that's a woman that has not been diagnosed with breast cancer, to educate that woman and the men also. We In our health fairs, we invite men because men are, we love the men in our lives, husbands, brothers, cousins, and they're important also in reference to supporting their significant others and wives that have been diagnosed with breast cancer. We also expose uh, men to prostate cancer screening. Uh, when we have our health fairs. So we support one another and different types of cancer. We have support meetings. We offer referrals for free mammograms. We do community outreach work. That means that if uh, an um, organization, a church, asks us to come in and speak or set up informational tables, we can do that. We visit people in their homes. And we visit people in the hospital. So those are the kind of things we do. Basically, if a woman calls us with a question, we try to answer that question, not just about the breast, because the body doesn't stop at the breast. We uh, can refer that woman to whatever she's talking about. If we don't have the answer, we'll find out the answer for her. So that's that's what we do at Women of Faith and Hope every day. Mm-hmm. And you provide, and, and, you know, it's nice to hear you know, you provide whole, um, support not only in the hospitals but also in the homes as well because sometimes, and depending on, you know, the ethnic background or the generation, sometimes people feel a little bit more comfortable when you are in their home setting, you know, talking about certain topics, especially a topic, you know, breast cancer, illness, et cetera. So, and like you said, you provide support you know, to the women, but also to the men and people in their lives as well. And for those of you, and this is just something that I know, she just provides, in addition to the breast cancer support, but she provides other types of support. Like she'll, you know, have me come in and talk about organizing, but she might have come, somebody come and talk about nutrition and anything that would impact their lives as well. Exactly. Um, That's so true. So, um, Novella, as we are, you know, kicking off Breast Cancer Awareness Month, what type of advice can you give someone or, you know, even like a man or maybe a young woman or someone 
what they can do, how they can really get involved in in this. Because I think for me, what really spurred me to do this is I reconnected with a friend on Facebook and come to find out she had gone through um, breast cancer treatment to my shock. And I was like, wow, it's really impacting. And so that's why I really wanted to kind of focus on this for the entire month of October. So what are some things that, you know, some advice that you can get from your perspective? Janet, I applaud you for this and I commend you because there's still a lot of silence in the African-American community. Women have gone through surgery and treatment and I told their family members, we have found a statistic show that when you get support and reach out to others, your healing is better than those that are going through it in, in silence. Attending a support group, you may not want to be in a, in, a, in, a, in a group, as you said, and you may feel more comfortable in your home. We also teach breast self-examination. That may be feel, felt more comfortable in a person's home rather than in, a, in an open setting. We recommend that a woman have her mammogram every year at the age of 40. That's what Women of Faith and Hope recommends. There's several um, scenarios out here now from different organizations, but we recommend 40 every year. We recommend breast self-examination starting at a young woman, at a teen, and not looking for something, looking for a change in the breast. If you examine your breast every month at the same time, then you'll notice there's a difference. Something feels different than it did last month. You're just looking for a change, not a lump, but just a change, so you can point it out to your medical provider. And also to have your doctor examine your breast, your gynecologist examine your breast once a year. But not just the breast, the body is more than that. Uh, blood pressure screening, bone density, uh, cholesterol. There are guidelines for different parts of the body for health. Eye exam, have your teeth check, going to the dentist, the routine physical exam, diabetes. There are many um, uh, guidelines for different areas of the body. We want to be whole. We want to be uh, pro- proactive. So these are things that we should do, and we have a lot of uh, information to give people as we go out to health fairs on when these things should be done, uh, like the blood pressure screening and what it should be, and the bone density, how often you should get that, the pap test, how often you should have that, and and for the gentlemen, the uh, exam, when they should start the exam for um, for prostate. And so we have something for everyone. But if, if, you, if you're seen in the emergency room, that's all that will be addressed, that broken leg or the broken finger or whatever that emergency is, nothing else. So we need to have a doctor that we'll see on a regular basis that we can get these screenings. A uh, person that doesn't have insurance, there's a lot of areas. There's the Philadelphia Health Centers uh, that you can go to to get health care. There are about 12 of them in the city of Philadelphia uh, that people may not know about. And that's one area. There are other health uh, centers, private health centers. Um, so there are a lot of areas that you can go to get health care. Mm-hmm. And that's good to know. And, and one of the things you said, which is, is you said a lot of things, but one of the things that's key is people have to really share and let people know. Because like you said, you your healing is a lot easier when you have, like, that circle of people around you because last year um, I had major surgery and 
it was a lot easier because one, I didn't want to have it because I'm like, I'm single and I don't have the husband or the teenage children to take care of me. But my girlfriend surrounded me and I feel that my recovery was a lot easier because they were here to take care of me. They they basically cooked for me, did laundry, and it's little things. And even just because some of them had already went through the surgery I went through, so it was like I had that support of somebody to talk to, like I'm feeling like this or I'm really fatigued. Janet, you know, you need to just, if you feel fatigued, you just need to stop. So some, so you're right. You need that support, and that's what your group offers. Um, and that's one of the things I love when I, when I come to, to just speak to the groups, I love just seeing how the women connect with each other. They become family. So it's, it's a important. wonderful organization that you started, Novella. Yeah, I'm, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. The women say they're thankful, but I'm thankful also because I have met some wonderful women over the years and um, know that we're, we're being a help to, uh, to someone in need. Yeah. So, Nadella, tell people how they can get in contact with your organization, but also tell them about your event taking place. Oh, we're having our 21st annual conference on October the 8th. That's a Saturday. Sisters Surviving Breast Cancer um, at the Hilton Hotel on City Avenue in Philadelphia. And as I said, this is our 21st event. We have these events uh to have people come together, women of all ages and men. Again, here we encourage men to attend also. And not just women that have breast cancer, we want well women to come also to be educated because once you're educated, you can share with your, your family member, your, your co-worker, and, 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 or giving information. Uh, and our theme this year is moving from mixed messages to options. We're having six, and we used to call them workshops. We call them now interactive conversations we're going to be having conversations with the doctors presenting and the other women attending or men attending the conference, spirituality and breast cancer, inflammatory breast cancer, breast reconstruction surgery, clinical trials, research that saves and preserves life, finding insurance and financial resources, and understanding our medication instructions. We have a day from 8 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. We will end up with the um, a, a, a Metropolitan Male Ensemble with a vocal performance. Uh, we have a wonderful day each year, and, and we, we I'm excited now because it's getting ready to, to, to happen uh, on October the 8th. And uh, we have about 500 women attend this conference every year. So it's a, a well-known, well-attended conference. And we have a keynote speaker this year who is Anina Wilkes from Thomas Jefferson Hospital. Uh, she's a clinical associate professor of radiology. So we have a great program planned again this year. And the registration fee is $25. And you can uh, call this number. If you're not on our mailing list, you can call this number only for registration, 215-438-3274. That's for the conference only. But in contact us any other time, our normal phone number of 365 days a year is 215-424-4180. We can be found on Facebook. Our website is www.wofah.org. We're on Twitter. We're at WOFA on Twitter. Uh, we have a, a newsletter that can be viewed on from our website 
or on Facebook on Novell Alliance page or on Women of Faith and Hope page. Uh, so those are the things that we have available to you. Or you can call our number and um, the two one five four two four four one eight zero our standard number, and uh, we'd be glad to um, to get your information to try to help you in whatever way we can, whatever your need is. And listeners, as always, if you go to the show page and you click on the Woman of Faith and Hope, because you know I always give a direct link to all of my guests' websites then that will take you directly to her website. But I would encourage you to sign up for the conference, bring a friend, get on the mailing list, make a donation, do whatever you can in this month to um, support breast cancer awareness. Well, Novella, I thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule because I know you're just going around getting ready for the conference. So I truly appreciate the time you've given us this evening. You are truly welcome, and I thank you, Janet. Well, listeners, if you did not get the number, the number for the conference, because you still have a few days left, it is 215-438-3272. But I would also suggest you go to the website. It's womenoffaithandhope.org. That's W-O-F-A-H dot O-R-G. Go to the website. um, Sign up for the conference. Get as much resource information as you can but also make a contribution to a wonderful organization that is doing something that impacts women and gives them the support they need, the support they need, but also their families need um, as they um, go through treatment or even just in the beginning stages as they just better understand it because maybe they know a friend or family member that is going through Um, treatment as well. So please be sure to support that organization. And as I was listening to it, for so much wonderful information, I think, you know, everybody should be at this conference this this year just to better understand because sometimes we um, just in our not knowing um, things you know, we could better understand it and sometimes be more supportive, um, be more sympathetic, and just maybe sometimes when you do hear of somebody who may be going through it, sometimes it could be something as simple as making um, some soup. It could be something as simple as just giving or sending them a card. It could be just something as simple as just Maybe even if they're on social media posting something on Facebook and just saying, hey, thinking about you, and just want to send you some smiles and sunshine. So I hope um, Novella's interview encouraged you. So um, I'm going to take a very quick break, come back, audiobook selection for this week. I'm excited about it to help you get through your clutter. And then, of course, I'm going to share with you just a few tips on how to get rid of the stuff in your home and in your life. Hello, this is Motivated Michelle Farmer of Mary Kay Cosmetics, and you are listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized with Janet Taylor. And that was the wonderful Motivated Michelle. Well, Audible is offering all of our listeners 
a free audiobook of the choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and you can choose from over 180,000 audio programs. And you can download a title for free and you can start listening. It's that easy. You just go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Again, audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. And my audiobook selection for this week to help you get rid of stuff is called Unstuff Your Life. That's right. Unstuff. Not unstuck. Unstuff Your Life. Kick the Clutter Habit and Completely Organize Your Life for Good. And it's by Andrew J. Mellon. And it says, where to find a permanent home for your keys and wallet, how to sort the mail in a manageable and time-effective way, what it means to group like with like, how to tackle bills and budgets, how to problem-solve with your new skills, and more. You can listen, learn, then enjoy absolute freedom from the burden of clutter, plus more free time than you ever imagined possible. Again, my audiobook selection is Unstuff Your Life, Kick the Clutter Habit, and Completely Organize Your Life for Good by Andrew J. Mellon. That is my audiobook selection for this week, and you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and get your free membership as well as a free copy of that audiobook. Well, now moving on to... Taylor's Tip Time, and um, this month, or this week, I should say, this is a new month, though, actually, um, I just wanted to share with you a few tips that I share when I speak to the women of Women of Faith and Hope, um, because a lot of them are in different stages of their healing, and these are just some simple and easy ways that um, can help them get through their stuff. Well, the first thing is I always tell them to toss all the junk mail because depending on where they are, some of them are just returning home from a hospital and they've got piles of mail. Just get rid of the junk mail immediately. Or some of them may be home for periods of time recovering and then finally have overcome some of the fatigue. So I tell them to get rid of that junk mail. The second thing is, is put all your medication in one location or container. It makes it so much easier. Even if you do nothing but put it all in a clear shoebox and label it. At least you can grab it. At least it's accessible and everything. You don't have to worry about trying to remember where you need the bottle if you have one specific location. Try to organize all your paperwork because you or the person you may be taking care of, even just um, simple organizing tips. You may have a lot of paper to deal with between the insurance company and the doctors and the and the medication you're taking and, of course, on top of that, all of your other bills. So just try to organize all of that information and whether you get a file box, a, a box, or a drawer in a filing cabinet, but just try to organize it and keep it simple. Put all of the medical information together, all the medication information together, all the insurance information together. It's just that simple. The next thing is you want to make things accessible and within reach. I know 
for a moment I was had, could not bend up and down. So all of my pots were basically left on top of the stove, which was fine. I had all of my toiletries and personal care items. I put them in a little um, clear shoe box and put them on the windowsill because I couldn't bend down in regards to going in and out of the cabinet and things like that. So just make things accessible. And I even put all of my night clothes and, you know, my little underwear, I had them on top of a trunk I had in my bedroom so I didn't have to open and close drawers. So I was just doing little things like that. And establish a bag of tote that you will use every time you take with you. And you know what you need. You may need to take your medication. You may need to take some paperwork, et cetera. So establish one bag for that so that, say, for example, you can have a notebook in that bag, and every time you think of something to write, like a question or concern, so it'll be so you don't have to constantly go running around looking for it. And always ask for help, and that's number six. If you need help, put it out there. There's somebody that will, I'm sure will help you. So number one, toss the junk mail. Put all your, two, put all your medication in one location or container. Three, organize your paperwork. Four, make items accessible. Five, establish a bag of tote that will be used to take with you. And number six, ask for help. So those are some things you want to definitely do and definitely take with you. So. Now, moving on, my mailbag. I want to, first of all, thank you for your emails, your tweets, your posts on Facebook, all of you who follow me via social media. Thank all of you for checking me out on Periscope. Um, And I love the interaction, and I'm actually going to work on my part and be more interactive on social media. So hopefully soon I'll be doing a little bit more live, Facebook Live. I've done the Periscope. You know, I may be popping some questions out there for you in regards to um, just organizing and seeing how you're doing because we are in the last quarter of the year. So just to see how you are doing and how things are going with you. Well, today is Monday, and we all know what tomorrow is. Tomorrow is Toss a Tuesday. And so I'm going to challenge you and Toss a Tuesday to get rid of the jump because we are. Audiobook selection is unstuff our lives. Well, let's get rid of some stuff. Let's get rid of the junk mail. Let's get rid of the old memos. Let's get rid of all the paper cluttering our homes, our lives, all the stuff. And just do a little at a time. Maybe just get rid of all the circulars to the places that you don't shop. So that is my Toss of Tuesday tip for this week. So now moving on to my app selections, my app, my product, my repurpose collection. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my, one of the things I had to do, which was actually an interesting kind of feeling session I had with myself. My app suggestion is a medical app that keeps your medical records, your emergency contacts, your health insurance, your test results, and more. And it's my medical app. So that may be something that a lot of you out there may want of course, is the, um, you may want this as well. And, of course, I get into my product suggestion, which is the My Body Passport. And you can go to mybodypassport.com to, get, to see what it looks like. But it's great because it is a comprehensive 
basic directory of everything that's going on. But the test results, your allergies, your surgeries, your family history, it's wonderful. It's like one place where you have all of that. And I found it very helpful because as looking through it, one of the things that people don't know about me is I am allergic to iodine. They know I'm allergic to shrimp, so you know, they, they try, you know, they, they know not to cook with shrimp or mix things with shrimp. They don't do that. I'm not, I don't think I'm that serious, but they're very cautious about that. So it's very comprehensive. And, it, and even when I started, it was very good because when I started listing my family history, I started seeing some patterns, things from happening to me. So my body passport is my product suggestion for this week. And, of course, my repurpose suggestion is cereal boxes because at some point in time we all have cereal boxes. Well, you can turn cereal boxes into organizers. They can be magazine boxes to put put something in, like the mail. Um, and also on my Pinterest board and my repurpose suggestion, I have a little, there's a little, um, thing that has 15 ways, 15 different ways you can transform those cereal boxes into organizers. So if you do use one of those ways, send a picture, take a picture, I should say, and send it to me. I would love to see it. So again, my app suggestion is my medical app. My product suggestion is my body passport. And my repurpose suggestion is just turning cereal boxes into organizers. So you can go to my Pinterest page and check out my board, apps that will help you stay organized, products that help you stay organized, and my repurpose board for those tips and so many others. I'm Janet M. Taylor. But, of course, you can always go to my website, which is JanetMTaylor.com, and it will direct you to all of my social media um, pages. My quote for this week is, be patient. Great things happen a little at a time. So be patient. Be patient whether you're organizing your home, your office, your time, your life. Be patient if you are currently healing. And I wanted to get back to the be patient with the organizer. This weekend, um, I decided I need to be more proactive with getting rid of my own stuff. Because you've heard me over and over again, I want to move to a smaller space in the new year. And so I know that I can't take everything with me. So the first thing I decided to start on was these containers. I have these big, huge containers. And check out my Periscope, the last Periscope I did. You can either find it on Instagram, Twitter, or my Facebook pages, or actually Google Plus as well. And so I started the process. And as you can see, you will see that huge tub that I had, which was full First of all, a couple of years ago, it was full. It was just full of unorganized photos um, because I really didn't feel like dealing with them because there were so many, and it was emotional because those were my mom's, 
So there were a lot of things going on. Finally, I decided to tackle them segments at a time. I decided I needed to, the immediate was to, to organize and preserve the photos she had taken because they were over, right now they're over 60 years old. So I did that. I organized them. But one of the things that I did not do was after I took them out of the old books, put them on the new paper that preserves them, I labeled everything, I didn't get rid of the old books. I know it was a little because those were her books and she had nicely labeled them, book one, book two, book three. And it was my thinking that I was going to actually get new books. But then after I thought about it, I said, I need to scan every one of these pages. I need to either upload them, put them on disk. I haven't quite figured that out yet. And I need to distribute them to the fans. So that got rid of those bulky books. Then the next thing I said, my pictures, my baby pictures, which I have two sets. I don't need two sets anymore. So that is the last piece of the puzzle that I actually have to go through. But then the other piece was, and we all have them. We've got photos of, of, of co-workers, baby pictures, um, co-workers, children's baby pictures, friends, baby pictures, baby pictures. We've got pictures of friends we had in, in elementary school, in high school, college, some of which we're not, we, we, we've lost contact with, but also some of which there may have been a relationship that just didn't work out. I mean, I had pictures to weddings where a couple of years after the couple got married, they got a divorce. So why am I holding on to stuff like that? So, you know, I'm sharing all this with you to know it's a process. So moving the story along, I actually emptied the container. Um, I got rid of a bag of of photos. I mean, I was ruthless with photos. It was like, first of all, there were photos of myself that I never wanted to see again because they were just bad pictures. There were bad pictures that I took. They were dark. We all have those things, and we hold on to those things. And we have so much stuff in our homes and our lives. That's why I encourage you to get unstuff your life, um, the audio book, unstuff it, get the stuff out, get rid of the stuff. So, um, but I wanted to share with you because this has been a project that I've been working on for at least a couple of years, and it feels good to empty out that container because that's one less big container I have to move with. So now I've got another container, which actually is all the things from all the magazines, all the flyers, et cetera, that I've collected um, over the years. That's going to be the next project. So I hope that this encourages somebody to really think about all the stuff in their lives, all the the stuff you're holding on. You know, I had, when I was in the sixth grade, I got sick, so I had to stay home, and then I was you know, I was let back a year, so I didn't graduate with the class like I should have, but I had the picture. Why did I need the picture? I don't need the picture. I wasn't part of that graduate class. I was part of the next graduating class. Or my, unfortunately, my, my college pictures got ruined by water, so why am I still holding on to them? Why am I still holding on to napkins and, and little um, favorites from weddings? 
I mean, people who've been married 20, 30 years. You know, I'm sure that they don't want the stuff, so why am I holding on to it? And I had to really ask myself those questions. So I'm asking myself those questions, and I hope you ask yourself those questions as well. So, um, but that was just my little side thing for tonight on just getting unstuck. It's time for us to get unstuck and move forward. Well, next week we have author, success coach, Fran McNeil. She is a breast cancer survivor, and she's going to be talking about that as well as her book, as well as the wonderful work she's doing in her business. And um, I have been reading her book, and I'm going to suggest to everybody next week you need to go out and get that book. It's a wonderful book. It's a it's an easy read book, um, and I think it will help you. It will really help you get past whatever it is that is keeping you. As a, she's a success coach, that is keeping you from your success. And I wanted to bring her on because. She's a survivor. So we talked about a survivor tonight. We had an interview with a survivor tonight that started an organization. Well, next week we'll have an interview with a survivor who is a success coach as well as an author and a wonderful speaker and a TV host and a radio host. So, so to know that be patient, great things happen. Be patient, great things happen. Well, I want to just personally thank all of you who continue to listen, who continue to support me, whether it's via social media, but, of course, those of you who continue to listen to this show, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. And um, so I am excited that, you know, we have kicked off Breast Cancer Awareness Month with Novella Alliance. And I do hope that you will continue to listen to next week. We talk a breast cancer survivor, Fran McNeil. Then we have Dr. Angie, who's a breast cancer survivor, who has wrote a book and also um, is a speaker and a minister. And then the final is um, Dr. Monique Correy, who works with women who are in the beginning processes of breast cancer. So. We are excited because we really want to support Breast Cancer Awareness Month this year. So I want to truly um, appreciate all of you for listening and supporting me. Um, I see, I believe, Grandmother Ann is on the line, and I'm getting ready to get off the air, but I will call you Grandmother Ann. <laughs> and um, so I want to also thank you all just again for listening, and please be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, on your social media. Please check out my Periscopes on Saturday morning. They're fun. Sometimes they're a little comical because I have little technical issues. And, of course, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Facebook. And make sure you visit my website at JanetNantilla.com. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, make sure you have an organized week. Organization is the quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. 
my name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized. 